listening to Van Veranda for Legal News, Waterberg Stereo. My name is Volker Kruger. I uh, read an article on IOL, the website, uh, the heading there is Girlfriend Who Lost Fight Over Husband's Estate, A Cautionary Tale for Couples Without a Will. Now, I asked uh, Janus uh, Udifi from our offices to have a look at this article and to maybe give us his opinion. Uh, he's also worked with these kind of uh, questions on a regular basis in our deceased estates department, uh, etc. So, Janus, yeah, what, what is your take? Thanks, Volker. The, yeah, the article was basically about a judgment or court case that was heard in, in Pretoria, in the High Court of Pretoria. And it's more of the same that we have discussed, I believe, in the past as well, where the, the, the girlfriend of the deceased, as the heading there says, wanted to claim a, an inheritance from the estate of her boyfriend, but they were not married. And um, the boyfriend didn't have a will, so in other words, his estate will uh, or had to be administered in terms of the Interstate Succession Act. Um, and the Interstate Succession Act caters for spouses to inherit. But of course, yeah, the girlfriend, as you can deduce, was not married to the deceased. And the court said, sorry, unfortunately, you are not allowed to inherit because you are not a spouse. You can only yes. inherit if you're a spouse in terms of the Interstate Succession Act. The interesting um, other fact here was that the, the, the boyfriend was also married to someone else. They were separated, but there was no formal divorce. Uh, so for the past, I think since 1995, if I remember the facts correctly, the deceased has already been living with this girlfriend. So based on that, she claimed that she must be entitled to inherit surely uh, because she is in a permanent partnership with this deceased. And the court said, no, sorry, the Interstate Succession Act is clear. You, you must be a spouse. Um, so yeah, that was in the... In the Pretoria High Court, Volker, that's uh, the facts and the finding of the court. The cautionary tale, uh, would you agree with what the um, article says? You must uh, then rather make sure that your will is drafted uh, properly. Um, I mean, spe specifically if you're not married and you have a life partner. But, yeah, obviously, even if you are married, uh, it's always better to have a will to make sure that the appropriate people benefit from your the state that you want to benefit. Yeah, exactly, Volker. Especially, as you've said now, if you're not married and you want your significant other to inherit, you must, must, must have a will. Um, it's very important. There, There is a, um, not really a gray area, but there, there, there is two other cases, um, constitutional court cases that I would refer to that sort of changes the, the state of affairs a bit, but we'll get to that. The first thing that I want to mention is that um, the listeners must remember, we've talked about this in the past, and I want to reiterate this again, there's no such thing as a common law marriage. Um, the public is under this misconception that if you stay together with your partner for long enough, normally the, the facts that I hear from clients is that, but they've already been together for six months, it is now a common law marriage. There's no such thing. So you can stay together for 20 years, you will not be entitled to inherit as the legislation currently reads. Um, there is such a thing as customary marriages, but that's something totally different. There you have to comply with your relevant customs, and the recognition of customary marriages acts uh, specifically then gives recognition to such a customary marriage. But there's no such thing, uh, or there's, there's nothing um, the like for common law. So nothing gives recognition to common law marriages in the South African legislation. Then um, 
the two court cases that I referred to, it's actually three, was the first was uh, Gordy versus Colva, Nonoficio and others. Um, that was a decision in the Constitutional Court. The judgment was given in 2006 where... Uh, partners, uh, opposite sex, or, or same-sex partners rather, they were allowed to inherit. So they are now regarded as spouses um, for purposes of inheritance. What happened there was that obviously there was a, a same-sex partner who wanted to inherit, but at that time, same-sex partners were actually not allowed to get married. There was no legislation that allowed them to get married. And then the Constitutional Court says, surely we cannot allow this. Um, after the word spouse in the Interstate Succession Act must be read in, um, as well as partners in a permanent same-sex life partnership in which the partners have undertaken reciprocal duties of support. So there is a very important uh, requirement that the parties must have undertaken reciprocal duties of support. And um, as I've said, that judgment was simply made because same-sex partners weren't allowed to get married. There was no such legislation. In the same year, if, if memory serves, the Civil Union Act came into effect, which now do allow partners of uh, same-sex to, to get married. But they are still allowed then to inherit as well, even though they are not married. Um, that was confirmed. That's because of the prohibition in the Constitution against a discrimination based on sexual orientation. Now, that, I think, was the background for that decision. Am I right? Yes, yes, exactly, Volker. So they were being discriminated because of their sexual orientation. They, there was no legislation catering for them to get married. And the court said this is against the Constitution. It's constitutionally invalid. And then that wording must have been read in. So, yeah, exactly. They were then allowed to inherit. Um, when the Civil Union Act came into effect, as I've said, same-sex partners are now allowed to get married, but the Constitutional Court, once again, in 2016, there was a matter, um, Lopesher, Nonoficio, once again, uh, versus Dublin, and another, where the court said there's sort of a special powers now granted to same-sex partners because they can either inherit um, because they are married, in terms of the Civil Union Act, or then on the basis of this Gordy versus Colver case, which says as long as they are after undertaking reciprocal duties of support, they are allowed to get married. So there was nothing of the equivalent for, for opposite-sex partners, and that now very recently changed uh, last year in a judgment of the, of the Western Cape Division of the High Court in Cape Town. Um, so that is a, a very interesting judgment. That's a judgment of Wanya versus Master of the High Court, and uh, in this judgment, the court said that, as in the case of Gordy versus Colver, they must also be read in after the word spouse and the words a partner in a permanent opposite-sex life partnership, once again, in which the partners have undertaken reciprocal duties of support and the additional requirement, uh, the parties must have been committed to marrying each other. So it, it seems like if you comply with these requirements, same-sex partnership, opposite-sex partnership, reciprocal duties of support, and you have been committed to marry each other, you will then be entitled to inherit um, in terms of the Interstate Succession Act now. Um, as I'm sure you can see, there is now two different uh, cases, two different judgments for different jurisdictions, one in Pretoria, that is the, the object of this article that we read where the court said the girlfriend isn't allowed to, to inherit. And this decision in the Western Cape where the court actually said the partner is indeed allowed to inherit. Um, that judgment has now been referred to the Constitutional Court. 
to, to, to confirm it. So we, we are still waiting through that uh, as far as I'm concerned. But yeah, very interesting. Which one would you agree with? The one in Pretoria or the one in the Western Cape? Normally, we people up here are a bit cleverer than the people in the Cape, are we not? Yeah, I, I, I would have agreed um, with the Pretoria court case, Volker, to not allow this, this spouse to inherit. Uh, because the act is clear, the the benefit of uh, inheriting will only be given to someone if you are a spouse, if you have married. Uh, but maybe that's a bit of old school thought. Um, but the, <laughs> the reason that I support the Western Cape decision is because partners in, 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 in same-sex partnerships are now being benefited because they can get married if, if they're not, uh, they can inherit if they're not married, um, whereas uh, opposite-sex partnerships weren't allowed that, that benefit. So this, this decision in the Western Cape just uh, levels the playing field. I would actually have hoped to see that no one should inherit if they are not married, um, that the, the Gori versus Colver case should be retracted, but I doubt that we will, we will see that. Yeah, I guess it's a pity that the Civil Union Act wasn't enacted before that Gori case was heard, no? because, I mean, that actually caused the problem because our legislation didn't cater for same-sex partners getting married. They had to make that sort of plan in the Gori case to cater for them, to make sure that's, that, that, that uh, principle is constitutional. So, um, yeah, it's a bit of a, 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 a gray area now ne? with the various uh, court uh, cases giving different answers. Yeah, Volker. And I can, I, I can agree and I support that the uh, permanent partners must, or same-sex partners must have been allowed to, to inherit and because they were disallowed to being married. But I would have wanted to see that uh, when the Civil Union Act came into effect, that the Gori versus Colbert case should no longer uh, be seen as authority for um, same-sex partners to inherit. But as I've said in the Constitutional Court judgment of Lokshire versus Dublin and another, the Constitutional Court said that's not the case. They can inherit in both instances. Yeah, so we'll certainly keep an eye on the outcome of that uh, referral of the Western Cape matter to the Constitutional Court. So it will be very interesting to see what, what the conclusion there is. Yeah, I agree. I'll keep an eye out for that, Volker. But yeah, I think the most important advice that we can once again give to the listeners is to make sure that you have a properly drafted and uh, signed uh, will so that you can make sure once again that you appoint the beneficiaries in that role that you uh, that you have uh, decided to to um, to do so. Right, thank you, Janus. Uh, That's all we have uh, time for today. Remember, our email address is info at vvd.co.za. Thanks for uh, listening. Uh, make sure that you tune in again next week, Wednesday, between three o'clock and four o'clock, and then also on Friday evenings.